Hey everybody, welcome to the Vet Tech Tap Room. This is our spin-off series from the Vet Tech Cafe. These episodes are live and uncut, discussing hot topics in our field, or talking about previous episodes amongst ourselves, and always highlight something positive happening in our profession. These episodes will be published as regular podcast episodes and will also be available on our YouTube channel as well. So get yourself a beer or a potato water and find us live on Instagram and join the discussion. Now if you'll excuse us, those are our beers the bartender is pouring. Hello caffeinators, welcome to an episode of the Vet Tech Tap Room, because sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Welcome. Sometimes uh, you want to go places <laughs> that people don't know your name. Right, exactly. Yeah, sometimes it could go either way with this group. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you, you got a good beer going over there? I actually do. I have uh, Sierra Nevada's Sunny Little Ooh. Thing. It's a oh. uh, citrus wheat uh, because mm-hmm. it is ridiculously hot in North Carolina. Um, yeah. The temperature is, you know, what it normally is, but humidity is at like 95%, yeah. which is yeah. just, it's just dumb. It's just stupid yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you on that. We we actually, as you know, and I, I well document, we, we, we really don't get a lot of rain in Southern California, especially yeah. this time of year. But the desert, like coming from New Mexico, Arizona, and the California desert, gets a lot of monsoon thunderstorms. So sometimes mm-hmm. you see like flash flooding or whatever. And we've actually had some rain that has made it all the way to the coast the last wow. week or so. Molly and I were we were up in Santa Barbara over the weekend, which is like a three-hour drive from here. And driving home, we were like 10 minutes from home, and all of a sudden it started pouring rain. <laughs> and I was like, it's 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 raining in July in Southern California. What is happening? It's, it's so our, our humidity. Uh, I'm talking like fifty, sixty percent. I'm not talking like Ugh. deep South Eesh. humidity. But yeah. for us, it has been quite sweaty here. So, um, which give it to me. I love it. I, yes, you can please. have it. Yes, please. <laughs> I was in New England a couple of weeks ago, and I loved every second of the heat and humidity. I couldn't get enough. Yeah, of it. yeah. <laughs> I have a yeah. uh, so I think everybody knows I have a, a kegerator downstairs that I got from my cousin, and it has two taps on it, and they just came and and put two new kegs on it. So yesterday was National IPA Day, so one of the kegs that they put on was a local. West Coast IPA um, that I'm, I'm sipping on that is delicious and cold on a hot summer day. So I nice. happily nice. enjoy that. So um, I think one of the big things we wanted to talk about was you were just at AVMA, um, which is it just called the AVMA conference? Does it have like a catchy name? I No, I think it's just AVMA I think it's just AVMA conference. I don't, just I don't AVMA conference. Anything. Okay. Yeah. And, and so for you and I, Oh, maybe it's called VetCon, maybe? I don't know. I think it's just AVMA convention. Okay, gotcha. Outside of IVEX, you know, unless we're speaking here or there, you and I don't go to a lot of non-ECC conferences. Um, I don't don't go to a lot of non-IVEX conferences. Right, exactly, exactly, yes. And and the last one I can think of for myself, I spoke at VMX – probably four, maybe five years ago. And I really just did my lectures and then kind of didn't really spend a whole lot of time at the rest of the conference. So I Mm -hmm. haven't been to a lot of like national level conferences outside of IVEX. I'm curious what you thought. Um, Well, as I said, it's been about 12 or so years since I've been to a a non-IVEX conference. Uh, So it was weird that first day that I got there because – 
you know how we are at IVEX. We we can't walk five feet in the convention right. hall without <laughs> meeting like eight people that want to see us or, or that we want to see. And, you know, the first couple of days I was wandering around like like John Travolta with his coat over his hand in, in Pulp Fiction. Like, where is everybody? Like, I, I didn't know who anyone was. <laughs> And so it was it was a very weird experience. I'm like, oh, maybe people just aren't here yet. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of there was a lot of past guests on from the mm-hmm. show that were there. Um, some other caffeinators that I that I did see that were that were non guests. But um, for the most part, you know, it was it was just the the past guests that were there speaking. Um, you know, it's a it's a different realm for for you and I where we're we're so focused on emergency and this this is just not focused on emergency. It was so it was very different. Um, and it took me a couple of days to realize exactly what was going on and why it was so so foreign to me. Yeah, for sure. And I, I you know, one thing I'm curious about too, and and I I mean, I'm not I'm just looking for your your kind of thoughts and personal experience here. But you know, there's been a lot of talk. A couple of months ago about, you know, AVMA and not letting veterinary technicians into the organization and and that kind of whole aspect of it. And so this is the AVMA conference that, if I'm not mistaken, had a technician track and and that's what you were speaking on. Yeah. Um, And so as a as a veterinary technician, I'm kind of I'm very curious outside of, you know, general practice versus emergency and that how you found the conference. Was it very DVM? dominated did you see a lot of other than what you mentioned like was there a strong contingent of veterinary technicians what what did you think about that uh well there there were some the the lectures that i had were were pretty full okay um and the lectures that i went to that were you know part of that technician track were fairly full um you know not not quite like what we see at some of the the lectures at at ivex but the the technician tracks are you know they're they're very focused on on technician um roles and duties and things like that um but i i found that like with with ivex and i hate to keep bringing everything back to ivex but that's what we but, know but right but that's, that's what we know yeah yeah but the i felt like at ivex i could go to any lecture like i could go mm-hmm. to a doctor lecture and and gain some knowledge out of that and right. i just felt like the 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 dvm lectures were not really something that I thought I would take anything out of. And I'll say this because I gave two non-clinical talks and one clinical talk. And, you know, looking through the schedule, there wasn't a whole lot of clinical things that I saw, which is where I would go to, you know, to, if I, if I were to go to something that was DVM focused, I would go to a clinical talk, not a, not a, not a non-clinical talk. So the, the non-clinical talks are all about like, you know, managing your teams and a lot of mm-hmm. budgeting and things that really just don't apply to us as technicians. Business. Yeah, business related. Yeah. And I, I think that was part of, you know, why I didn't attend a whole lot. I, I attended a few technician ones. Okay. Um, but as far as like, you know, branching out, I, I really didn't attend many of the lectures, mostly because I, I felt like, well, for starters, uh, I, I I didn't really need the CE, so it's not sure. it's not like yeah, yeah, I yeah, needed to go yeah. there to to get my get my hours in. Um, but but a lot of it was was just there wasn't really a whole lot that me as a technician I felt like I would take out of. Right. Um, there was there was a lot for technicians. I, I will sure. say that. Um, sure. Ed Carlson was there like like he spoke like I think he spoke every day like all day. Um, you know, all on nutrition talks and. 
you know, for, for me as a, as an emergency tech, there wasn't really a whole lot there for me as an emergency tech other than, yeah. you know, obviously the ones that I was giving. Um, but there was, there was a lot of stuff that was focused on technicians. It just wasn't really something that me as the emergency tech was going to go to. I, right. I, I kind of right. took it more of a, of a, I'm just going to go and, and hang out <laughs> type of deal. Yeah. Um, and, and I wanted to see people, you know, sure. So of I course. did get to go see, see a lot of people. So that was sure. good. Which you're paying the price for now. I am. I, yeah, it, it, it took, <laughs> <laughs> I was there. How long was I there? I was there till, was there f- Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I spoke on Sunday. Um, Friday, I, I, I got in like midday and, you know, I, I spent a lot of time doing doing a whole lot of nothing, which I kind of needed hey, to do. And yeah, it, and yeah. I I like Philadelphia. I used to go to Philadelphia uh, when I was a kid. Uh, my grandparents used to live in Philadelphia, so I would, you know, kind of it was kind of fun to go around the city and kind of reminisce and do do things mm-hmm. like that. But as far as the conference itself, I mean, the the convention hall. Wow, that that place is is gigantic and beautiful. Um, but. You know, I, I didn't really attend a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad to say, but I didn't really attend a lot of the lectures. I was curious what you thought too of of the exhibit hall, like pretty standard in terms of you know conference, yeah. like large, all the all the major players there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, now as a relief tech, again, that's another thing that's not really my focus because you know equipment, things like that, that's not something I'm in, I'm in charge of anymore you know like yeah. books yeah i looked at the books i looked at the, the sure. guy that always has the the, the scissors and, and the hemostat yep. and things like that yep. um you know i i did see i was hoping to see ali butler at the at the mila booth but she wasn't there but i was able to, mm. to meet jeff who i believe is the is the president the or the president CEO or ceo yeah uh-huh. of of mila so i got to say hi to him so that was great um it, but you know a lot a lot of the same stuff that we we typically see um at at, at our ivex conferences and and are, i forget are you going to ivex oh yeah i'm speaking okay. at ivex yeah I, okay i thought yeah. you were um i think yeah. ali's going to be at ivex at the mile okay so I, yeah i think you might i'll definitely find uh, her there but you know i was thinking kind of you know so you obviously kept sending me pictures of you know selfies <laughs> you took with previous guests um from aaron spencer sam guiling um Liza Rudolph, several, yeah. and then of course people, uh, Rebecca Rose, some that you had yeah. met, some yeah. that you hadn't met, and, and I was yeah. making posts. Um, but you know, one thing I, I, I CE is CE, and yeah. we we always need CE. Um, or you know, you you talk about like a a major conference like this in Philadelphia, technicians in and around that major hub are going to mm-hmm. attend this conference because they need CE. But yep. I, 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 you and I had kind of talked via text and what have you about just kind of the different feeling of the AVMA conference versus, you know, our specific conference. What we know, IMAX. yeah. Yeah, what we know. And, I, you know, I, I just wonder sometimes, like, AVMA, especially in terms of their stance of, of not letting veterinary technicians join their membership, mm-hmm. then why on earth do they allow us at their conference? <laughs> right. Like, exactly. like, like, is it just because they can make money on it? Like that they, that they can make, they can bring in a, another demographic of people and, and, and make more money on it. Like if, if you're not going to let us into your organization, then, then why are you 
Yeah, why, pumping, are you, why, why, why are yeah. you pumping us out there with our own tracks and attracting our own people and, and what have you? And mm-hmm. something about that just doesn't sit right with me. And, and I'm just an outsider. I've never been to the AVMA conference, so I take this with a grain of salt. But it just – I kept coming back to that thought all weekend long while you were there. like Because all these people you were sending me photos of were all veterinary technicians and VTS right. or, or equivalent – levels uh certifications you know in terms of maybe practice management or different things and i just kept thinking like if we can't be part of the organization why are we there i i I, yeah i don't know i i I was i was actually really struggling with that all weekend well and the other thing is that the the things that were like technician focused in the at the conference you know obviously there was the lectures but in the exhibit hall there was a uh technician lounge that was sponsored by nva um so you know as far as avma saying we want technicians here all, all that i really saw was the fact that they had technician tracks there was no like a, there wasn't really an, a, a technician focused thing hmm. there other than other than the stuff that exhibitors brought in hmm. um and even like like i, I guess i'm we're spoiled with ivex because they they feed us every day um and with this one as a speaker they gave me a 25 dollar gift card to the um to the reading marketplace which you know was supposed to last me all weekend right uh, and it right. lasted me about a meal and a half a meal yeah um yeah so it th- there's not as much i don't know if it's just the the funding associated with it whereas ivex is i would think is a much bigger conference they have more money coming in where they can afford to buy lunch for everybody every single day i can't um, imagine though because avma like that's every veterinarian oh yeah in yeah in the united states like so you know and again i'm i don't want to start fires where there really aren't any yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> any um what do we call it? any embers but like right we're that 25 dollar you know, card for lunch. Like, is that the same thing that the veterinarian speakers got? Like, I, I, I'm very curious about the process and, and, and I'm sure there are technicians that know more about that than I do. And I would love to hear about it. Frankly, I'd yeah. love to be educated on it because it just, they're like, I don't know why, but I smell a rat and it's, it's, <laughs> it just, it just doesn't sit well with me. And, and I don't know. So I, that's why I was very curious just to hear, you know, your experiences and, and what you thought or what you saw kind of as a veterinary technician, how you felt. Again, it sounded like there was a pretty strong contingent of veterinary technicians there, but there, there was. Yeah. But I, we, I, we I, all my need lectures to, had. Tw- yeah. Yeah. We all need my to see. Had maybe so. tw- right. My lectures had maybe 20 to 20 to 30 people in in it, which, you know, the rooms that they gave us, that that was probably about 75 percent full. Um, but the, I mean, that was like the, as I was walking around to other, other lectures, it was, it was fairly standard for what everyone else was doing as technician right. lectures. Right. Um, I don't, I don't think there was any, you know, we've gone to some lectures where there's no room to sit anymore. So you have to like sit outside and they put yeah. a, a video screen. We didn't have any of that. Um, okay. and I don't know what the numbers of, of the attendants were, and it may just be that the, the convention center was, it's truly gigantic. It takes up a couple city blocks. Okay. Um, but it didn't. It was never like a, a time where I was like, "Oh, we can't get down this hallway because there's too many people." It's, you know, it was. I don't want to say it was empty, but it didn't feel like it was like super full. Okay. Um, but I mean, I enjoyed going mostly because I enjoyed 
seeing all the the people that I got to yeah, see and yeah. get to hang out with some past guests and all that. Um, that part was fun. Um, I will say, and and this is kind of like out of my like realm of things that I thought I would ever do. Um, they had this. They called it an after party concert that had um, uh, two members from Boys to Men and two members from either Backstreet or NSYNC or one of the 90s boy bands. I can't remember which. Um, and, you know, Liza and Joe said, oh, we got you, an extra, got you a ticket to go to this. And I was like, well, I, I, might be do, I might be doing the Irish hello to this one, not just the Irish goodbye. And that's where you, you say you're going to go and you just don't show up. Right. Um, <clears throat> but we got in there and uh, I, I went be also because uh, in Philadelphia is, is one of my college classmates that that I was in, in band with uh, that was was coming along with. So I, I was like, oh, I haven't seen her in like 25 years. So I'll 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 go and hang out with her. And at this it was called the Franklin Music Hall, I think, which I guess was a former like. I don't know if it was a, a garage or what it was, but it was like this this music hall, and they had all these like Philadelphia staples. Uh, so they had hoagies there at this concert, okay. and they had um, uh, tasty cakes, which is like a uh huh uh huh uh huh. It's like a, it's like a Pennsylvania hostess almost. Yep. Um, and a lot of the stuff, like I, I said earlier, that I I spent a lot of time in Philadelphia in my childhood because of my grandparents. But all those like snack cakes like brought me right back to my childhood. And <laughs> I was actually impressed with how much I actually enjoyed the concert. Like I when I went there, I was like, oh, it's just going to be a bunch of boy band songs. Um, but they did like two or three of their own boy band songs. And then it was just covers for like the rest of the night for like two hours, just covers. And and at one <laughs> point they were talking about how they learned to like harmonize and how they learned to start singing and all that stuff. And they were talking about uh, TV show themes and they just improvised the Golden Girls theme song. And I was like, oh, OK, I can, I can really get into this. This is this is a good time. But nice. it, it was, I, w- I was actually surprised at how much I actually enjoyed it. So and, and um, kudos so, to them. So in, in one of our text conversations throughout the weekend, you had said something about a concert you were trying to get out of going to. Was was this that, that concert? It, it was that concert, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, that is that is amazing that uh, that you went to half of uh, yeah. Boys to Men and half of I'm just gonna say ninety eight degrees because I don't know who you actually saw. I, I don't think it was that it was whichever one Joey Fatone was in. Uh, I, maybe I, 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 I know the name, but um and actually I more know him from whatever game show he yeah, whatever reality on, show yeah on game show network that i see com- commercials for when i watch uh family feud but <laughs> uh i think that was in sync but probably somebody will correct us um, maybe yeah and frankly i hope i'm wrong but um yeah so uh, that's awesome that you went and, and actually had a good time yeah i had a great time it was <laughs> it was it kind of it kind of brought me back to like the nineties and you know, <laughs> n- not really a whole lot of music that I listened to, but they, they're actually really talented singers. And I was like, this is, re- this is actually really good. I thought it was going to be terrible. I thought it was all going to be like old people. Not, not that we're not old people, <laughs> but like say they're younger than us, dude. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> old people trying to like relive their fame, but they were actually really talented and really, and really good. I, I thought it was going to be terrible, but it wasn't. 
Awesome. Awesome. Good deal. Good deal. So well, thank you. Thank you, Liza and Joe, for dragging me to that. Concert. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 for sure. Um, and hopefully, uh, you know, with Liza's new venture of being the program director, um, hopefully she's going to be a guest on our show. Um, oh, yeah. In the not too distant future, once she kind of gets that up and going. So, yeah, yep. um, I guess it's not starting till 2023. 2023. So. Yeah. So be really good to circle back with her about what she's up to now so yep, yep. um switching gears in other news <laughs> uh we are basically each traveling halfway across the country and we're gonna meet in austin texas in yeah. a couple of weeks yeah this is, uh, it's gonna be fun I, i've got some training to do at, yep. uh, um it's called the pet specialist of austin um i was supposed to be doing recovery training but they had trouble getting signed up for it so we're pivoting to do some wet labs, um, and uh, my my boss Jacqueline at Action Vet Tech Services uh, said if you want to stay an extra day, then the company will cover it. Uh, so thank you very much for that, Jacqueline, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna hang out, have like a a business meeting, yeah, surrounded by a lot of beer and some good Texas food. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll hopefully do like an Instagram live or something while yep. we're there, maybe probably probably from a brewery because that's what we're gonna do, but. Um, yeah, and I got the go ahead from from Molly to go for two nights. Um, nice. So, so, yeah, we're gonna hang out a little bit. So you said they they had to pivot away from doing recover. Does that mean you're gonna have to go back somewhere down the road oh, yeah. to do recover with them? Yeah, probably probably end of September I'll go back once they're okay. signed up for recover. So I'm this will be this is gonna be my third <clears> trip <throat> to Austin. Uh, there's gonna be at least a fourth. Okay. Um, and, and all and the same they, facility. They also, all the same place, yeah. Okay. Um, it's a the pet specialist of Austin. I forget what corporation owns them, um, but uh, they also said that they have a sister hospital that also wants recover training. Uh, mm. So this place, they said we've got about a hundred technicians that we need recover certified. Wow. And I was like, oh, wow. So I'm going to be there all week <laughs> doing all that. And they they said their sister hospital also wanted certification. So I'm thinking. Oh, I guess I'll just stay an extra day and drive to whatever the sister hospital is. But apparently the sister hospital is in New Mexico. So that will be yet another trip because uh, well, shoot, that, from New That's well, even closer to New me. England, yeah, me being from New England and now from North Carolina, uh, I do actually realize that New Mexico, although it's – is it the next state over? Yep. I think it's mm-hmm. the next state over, next right? Next west, uh-huh. It's it's still not driving distance from, from no. Eastern Texas. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Texas is at least a day drive yeah. from from the westernmost, yeah. like uh, El Paso <laughs> to, to Houston is – I mean, I, I think it's – I remember uh, I moved a buddy of mine um, from here in Southern California. He lived like two houses up from me, and now he lives in Orlando, Florida, and I drove with him across country when he moved. And I think I-10, which spans pretty much the entire east to west length of I Texas or of of Texas east to west, the last exit close to the Louisiana border was like mile marker nine hundred. I mean, it was <laughs> wow. it was it was bananas. So yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, no, no, not not uh, <laughs> not an easy yeah, drive so by I'll, any stretch. I'll be going back. I don't know October. I, I don't know when I'm. All right, a lot of traveling. A lot yeah, of traveling for sure. <laughs> well, it, New Mexico is even closer, so maybe I can uh, okay. maybe I can meet you there too. So yeah, yeah we're we're going to talk about um, a lot of really cool things. I think for the podcast in terms of guests um you know we've been we kind of merch is a big one that was what i was going to say we we've pivoted yeah. now to printify because they have yep. 
biggest thing that really the big reason we switched is they have pint glasses that we could yep. put the tap room logo on and I've got two of them here. So they're available there, but you've been doing a lot of designing there. Um, we're trying to, put I'm some trying thing. Yeah. We're trying yeah. to put some other things up there. Um, and you know, frankly now it's early August, so fall is coming. So, you know, don't wait to jump on our site and get your pumpkin spice boo train or your pumpkin spice and everything nice t-shirts for fall because it's coming pumpkin (laughs) beers are already out um but we're just going to talk a lot about you know a a lot of stuff about the podcast and what we're doing and where we're headed so well we're not going to get to see each other in ivex so this will be our our one time of the year we get to see each other exactly yeah i'm I, i think for the first time since 2012 maybe I'm skipping IVEX, um, yeah. and, I, and I won't even be going for a day or two. I thought maybe I could sneak down to San Antonio for a day or two, and frankly, if my wife's schedule will allow it, I may try to, but one or two of doctors that she works with is going to go, which means she's going to be working a bunch right. during right. IVEX, so I think it's probably pretty unlikely. But um, yeah. yeah, so that's a, that's a bummer, but I, I definitely plan to be at IVEX in 2023 in Colorado, Mm-hmm. Um, oh so, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, I'll just have to unfortunately miss this year, but so that's pretty cool. And then you're speaking at IVEX this year. I am. Yeah. I've got, I've got three lectures. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing one of the MDRs this year. I'm doing it on mm. Addison's disease. Nice. Uh, I'm doing one on, um, diabetic crisis mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think what the, oh, the last one is the blood gas boot camp, which is like, oh Yeah super duper nerdy stuff super nerdy super super nerdy nerdy. i did that a few years ago with uh veronica brinkley lopez um Mm -hmm. trying to think of who else was in that uh because i did two labs the same year and i can't remember who was in which but um i did the uh oxygenation part of it and super nerdy really really great group of attendees um they were super jazzed to nerd out about that stuff. So you'll have a great time. It's, it's a really, yeah. really cool lab. My, uh, my, my section is the, uh, arterial blood gas interpretation. So yeah. I'm going to be doing like, yeah. the PF ratios and the AA gradient. Um, yes, actually, uh, uh, I, I did, uh, it was, it was, uh, now that you mentioned it, it was Angela Randall's that did that portion oh, yes, of yes. it. And, and, yeah. and as you know, like acid base is her wheelhouse. I think you even contributed yeah. to the book that she wrote. I did, yeah. Kind well, of on, it, my my section was uh, potassium disorder, was potassium, some, some kind of like fringe acid base. Yeah, <laughs> but but I think like some of the the out there and fringe like like unique acid base stuff is really her wheelhouse, and yeah, and it was really cool to to hear her speak like on some of that stuff because it was just like wow and. You know, each section is like an hour, and I, I think she was just really kind of starting to peel back the layers of the onion on some yeah. of that really, yeah. really cool stuff when her time was up. But, uh, but it was it was so so cool. So yeah, that's a that's yeah. a great lab. So if you're going to Ivex and you're wondering about a lab to to attend, if it's not already full, definitely check that one out because you will learn some very 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 valuable info. <laughs> so, very cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, um, I don't know what else, buddy. Anything else? I think that's about uh, it for me. I, I'm uh, I'm running for member at large for the oh yes Avectin, uh board. I keep forgetting to mention that somebody Liz yes. Houston texted me uh, middle of the night 
uh, at Aviation. She's like, you're running for member large. Why didn't you mention it? I was like, oh, I, I just forgot. Yeah, we, we actually need, so to much post going on. That. Yeah. we need to post that to our page too and share it. Yeah. Um, because yeah, that's a, that's, that's a big deal. Well, um, my, 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 uh, chair for the credentials committee is, is done this year. So I said, okay, I could, I could have another yeah. project to do yeah. for, for Avecton. So that's for sure. That's where I'm going. And, yeah. and, and Ave, Amy, Amy Newfield's been kind of recruiting. Yeah. She's the one that for, said, hey, you guys should positions. do this. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I just kind of went to past president for the California RBT Association. So it was too soon for me to do it, but maybe next year or the year after I will, I will think about a board position with Avecton as well. Yeah. Um, well, I think this I, position is a four, a four year, four year so. commitment. Yeah. 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 And I, I do uh, kind of speaking about boards and, and that I do want to give a shout out to the newly formed Arizona vet tech association. Yeah. Uh, they've been doing some really cool things. Them. They've been, um, they kind of put out a call for, um, CE like for people to speakers to kind of donate their time to hone their skills, if you will, but also to speak to their membership to kind of help grow it and promote yeah. AZ, AZ VTA and, and what they are and what they're doing, what they hope to accomplish. I signed up for that. Um, and I, uh, Stephanie Perry, who, who has kind of been my, my contact there, she just spoke for, um, California RVT Association in our monthly webinar series this past week on dentistry. Mm-hmm. She's of ETS and dentistry. Um, and I, as, you know, you've you've been very active previously in the New Hampshire Vet Tech Association. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. been in Carvta. The monumental amount of work it takes to keep something like that going is one yeah. thing, but to start it, to start it from yeah. scratch. Um, so major, major shout out to everybody that's been involved with. Arizona Vet Tech Association. We're super proud of you. Um, we we keep sharing their posts as they come up because it's a it's a big big deal for for veterinary technicians in Arizona. Um, so congratulations for all your efforts because that is no small feat. And and get involved if you're in Arizona. Yes, if you're in Arizona, I think there's CVTs there. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Get I involved. Right, yeah. um, you know, there's a there's a vet school there now. Actually, I think there's going to be a second one. There's Midwestern. Um, and then I think there's a, a second one opening up at U of A in Tucson. Mm. Um, so there's going to be some veterinary technicians working at veterinary schools. I think that's actually where Stephanie Perry works. I think she works at Midwestern. Um, but there's a lot of sp- great, great, great technicians throughout the state of Arizona. Get involved in your, your vet tech association. Make your voice heard. Make things better for your colleagues in your state. That's really, really, really it's important. The only way it's work. So it's the only way it's going to work. It's the only way you guys are going to move forward. Um, it's, it's a lot, but, um, uh, but it, the work's not going to get done by itself. Um, right. and, and so definitely check them out. Um, they're on Facebook, um, reach out to them, see if there's any committee work you can do, or if you want to speak for them or what have you looking at what they've got planned. I, I think they've got a lot of really great ideas moving forward. So, so best of luck to them and kudos for, for pulling that off because that is no small yeah. feat. So, yeah, exactly. So, um, well, dude, I, I don't know. I that's that's about the end of my list. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then we'll we'll wrap up. Cap caffeinators, and I guess we got to come up with 
with something for our tap room listeners. Tap ruminators. Oh. Tap ruminators tap, sounds yeah. kind of weird. It sounds like cows in Bar a tap flies. room. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 maybe come up with something else for the for the tap room. Or crowd, send us a suggestion. We're always open. Or, to yeah, yeah. Send us a suggestion. So Ta- we got Josh a great episode I got to coming see her out at on AVMA. Sunday night. Uh, actually, I guess by the time this post will yeah. have been last night with Tasha McNerney. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Great discussion. It's kind fairly of just unscripted. A more organic discussion of where we are as the veterinary technician profession and an exchange of ideas. Yeah, absolutely. So, and another great episode coming out after that too. So, <laughs> Bye, I guess caffeinators or tap room patrons, stay tuned. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>